Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, and I am joined this week by my other co-host with the co-most, Travis Grossman. Why'd you just get my name wrong? What? <laughs> you just called me Travis. <laughs> Dude, I've had, you know the day I've had. I'm going to have a stroke. Don't do that kind of shit to me. Your face was priceless, though. I wish we... I, I wish, man. <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, this episode, uh, just for those of you at home, in case any really big news breaks... Between now and this episode being uploaded, this is being recorded on... Basically a week in advance. Yeah, fr- this is being recorded on Friday the 6th. Um, as I've said before on the show, I'm in a production of Guys and Dolls at the Geyer Performing Arts Center in Scottsdale, PA. Mm-hmm. And Tech Week is upon us. Uh, show Week is upon us. And I am likely not going to find the time to record episodes this week so we're gonna knock them out in the weekend and hopefully nothing huge happens with our luck i say now that you've said it on opening night spider-man will be back in the mcu and we will have a cast for the x-men movies and a trailer for the batman and all within an hour of each other too it's gonna be fucking wild exactly just like that um the fact that we recorded uh what when did we record hall of heroes for like this past week's Tuesday, like Tuesday. it's been three days. <laughs> it's it's been three days, and we have all of this news. Yeah, it's a it's a good bit. <laughs> like all hell, bro- like yeah, not all hell broke loose. There was a huge. There was some big stories, but nothing, nothing worthy of us go- getting like back going on. back and stitching it back into the show. <laughs> uh, with that, Travis, how was your week, buddy? All three days of it. It's been uh yeah. I- <laughs> I mean, tiring. What's your very small slice of life? Uh, School and work and work and school. Yeah. And thankfully today I only had a half shift because reasons that I am unaware of. And so are my (laughs) boss that wrote the schedule. So, you know, good stuff. Uh, Jared, how was your week? Same thing, man. Working and... uh... You Working know. nine to five. Yeah, dying, dying, uh, dying my... nine to five. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, trying to dance and sing and you know. Yes, I know. Titan season two just premiered. PC. <laughs> you are you already all, you're all over that. Don't don't remind me. Uh, although I'm hopeful. Yes, hopeful. hopeful Actually, hopeful. notable thing for slice of life. So young, real quick. Young Justice season three is finished. So if you wanted to watch it but didn't want to get a DC Universe subscription, you can get the two-week trial, binge the whole show the way it was intended, I have since realized. <laughs> like, watching it, I it, it felt weaker 
like, like the weakest of the three seasons. And then when I went back and watched it all together, I'm like, eh, I don't think it's, I, I think season two is a little weaker than it, but not by much. Like they're pretty even and it's a really good season. It just wasn't meant to be spaced out over eight months, you know? Yeah. So, well, give it a little bit of time and I encourage you to give us a rundown on Ho like you did with Titans. Like, Only I'll okay. actually be happy about it. Yeah. Okay, so question. Yeah. When I send into any group chat the abbreviation for Hall of Heroes, do you read that as HOH, do you read it as HO, or do you still hear it as Hall of Heroes in your head? It goes back and forth between Hall of Heroes and HO. Yeah? I've never, I've never like, thinking through texts in my head, never thought HOH. See, as somebody who watches Big Brother, I hear HOA, like, had a household, but that's just me. But it, I, I typically hear Ho. Is the way I yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, we're recording Ho tonight. Got yeah. It. Um, but yeah, no, we're dancing and all that shit on my busted ass knee. Yeah, how's that going? It's been a great time. We were, <laughs> we were running um, Luck Be a Lady, and... My one buddy, Will, who's right next to me, he plays Nicely Nicely Johnson. You know, big hands doing all the dances and shit. And I'm right next to him. And it's like we're crowding Sky Masterson for like the what's the matter? Roll the dice type thing. And, um, you know, gesturing big arms, kind of pumping fists. And him not knowing about what happened to me at Seven Springs. Dude slapped me right where i have the brush oh, burn yeah. on my side yeah. and i squealed <laughs> like a fucking pig it was a roll will you roll will you what's the matter <laughs> oops that was a clippy boy um but oh, oh but other than that it's been i'm excited it's gonna be a good show so I'm excited to see yeah, it. Like I said, uh, listeners in the Western PA area, I know there's a lot or of Scotland. You, yeah. Or in Scotland. Just come over. It's fine. Yeah. Book that plane ticket. <laughs> the wall's not on the East Coast like we told one of my coworkers. That's a lie. We didn't tell him that. He he what? went. <laughs> we, we make a habit of gaslighting people at work. It's so much fun. And we told our one coworker that the wall... You know the wall yeah. is gonna block the infamous wall is gonna block Japanese internet so we can't play anime games. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not only did he believe us, like without it, this is my friend Jake from work. I've quoted him on Twitter. I I've talked about him on the show. He just like he can say anything to you, and just your natural response should be okay. I gotta fucking Google that. There's no way that's real. <laughs> And no one, no one, no one ever does it. It's fucking horrifying. The shit he's told people and they're like, yeah, that sounds right. I'll but go with this. I'll ride this out. You'll love him. He, he's to he's him. excited to meet you. So, but he, uh, yeah, we told him that. And then like a couple weeks later, we're telling, we got, on, we got him to bring it up to our, one of our newer coworkers. Mm-hmm who hadn't heard us tell this story. And he was like, something, something. They had built a wall along the East Coast, but I know how to get around the security. Like, he he had this whole thing made up. Hacker man. Yeah, <laughs> right? And I was just like, how the fuck? How? 
That's funny. That that's a testament. Like if you say something confident enough, people will buy it. it he's a living, uh, like I said, he's the living embodiment of a nat twenty charisma check. Like <laughs> I don't understand it. That is really funny. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we can hop into our first story. Yep. Uh, I'll. Oh, it's I'll, the. I'll, I'll tell the kids the bad news, the sad boy news. Very sad boy news. So actually, that works perfect because I wanted the story after it anyway. I had a feeling you would. So we have an update on the uh, Disney Sony dispute over <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, Sony Pictures Chief on Spider-Man Split says, for the moment, the door is closed. Uh, This is reporting from Variety. Fans holding out hope that Spider-Man might be returning to the MCU will be disappointed to hear that, quote, for the moment, the door is closed. According to to Sony, uh, Sony Pictures Chairman and CEO Tony Vincicura? Tony. (laughs) But not that Tony. Yeah, not not the I am Iron Man Tony. Speaking of Variety's Entertainment and Technology Summit, uh, Tony cryptically added that it's a long life, implying that perhaps in the distant future the web slinger the web slinger might swing his way back into the Disney owned company. Uh, he insisted that there is no ill will uh, between Tony and Marvel. And after the two failed to reach an agreement on financing terms for upcoming Spider-Man movies, effectively removing Tom Holland's Spider-Man from the MCU. Uh, yeah. So, he also said it's been an interesting couple weeks with the studio. Yeah, no fucking shit. I can only imagine what their social media guy has gone through. <laughs> yeah, wh- yeah, whomever. That poor fool. <laughs> yeah. Whomever they may be, may God be with them. Uh oh, this is fun. This is a fun quote. We had a great run with Feige on Spider-Man movies, the Sony Chief said. Uh we tried to see if there was a way to work it out. The Marvel people are terrific. We have great respect for them, but on the other hand, we have some pretty terrific people of our own. Kevin didn't do all the work. Uh oh, he said something really fucking stupid I want to get to. Oh yeah, Spider-Man was fine before the event movies. Did better with the event movies, and now that we have our own universe, we will play off of the other characters as well. I think we're pretty capable of doing what we have to do here. That those are the exact words I would have expected out of Sony. Like when all the times I said before, they'd be really dumb to pull out of this deal, but I could possibly see it happening. That's like the exact quotes. Again, I don't. I have. I gain. No enjoyment from defending the corporate monster that is Disney. Oh, you want to say that again, motherfucker? <laughs> Don't you ever fucking talk to me like that again? <laughs> the fucking South Park thing. Oh, y'all can do it again. <laughs> um, again, not, not 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 to defend our corporate overlords, but Spider-Man was a dead property. Venom was a fluke, and Spider Verse was great, but bombed at the box office. So either what we have to look forward to are shit movies that make bank, like Fast and the Furious style, or great movies that will make no money, and because they're not making money, 
aren't gonna are gonna go made. by the wayside. <laughs> I think I like, think the next one, whenever we get it, first of all, I think this means we get another Spider-Man movie following up that cliffhanger sooner. Right? Yes, assuming that talks are like officially dead, and according yeah, to them, for, for now, which mean fucking mean anything. Um, but I think it'll because I think that one will bring people in. Both in the, well, we gotta resolve this cliffhanger, and we gotta resolve the bigger cliffhanger. How is Sony gonna fix this? Yeah. And then depending on how that goes, it'll all either crash and burn, or we'll have a miracle on our hands. So... I know, it's just... It's frustrating. Oh yeah, 100%. And I understand that, like, Spider-Man... There's so many opportunities... The, there, there are so many opportunities for a sequel, regardless of whether or not it's in the MCU. But the opportunities are infinitely more interesting to me when you can put it in the confines of the MCU. Like you have, especially now with all the TV show stuff going on, well, the TV shows with all the fucking with all the Fox characters. Like you could have the first appearance of the Fantastic Four on your hands, but you know. I also would really like to see like Spidey on the run, you know, and like everything that comes with that, that like maybe they bring in fucking Hawkeye or some shit like that or, you know, it, it, yeah, we, we've made our thoughts on the issue known, but yeah, uh, MCU Spidey is for now. D-O-A. So, uh, it was a good run. May he rip <laughs> like in they peace. Said, May he rip in peace. Uh, hopefully things are sorted out sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where the, ch- the chips fall. Uh, again, Disney is greedy, Sony is stupid. And that's where we stand. That's <laughs> When everyone asks me about it, because they, they know. Yeah. Like, they know we're the guys to talk to. Everyone's like, so like, what's your what's your take on it? Like, I've heard this and this, and I'm like, look, it's on both sides. Like, it's, yeah, everyone's at fault here. Exactly. And- I, Disney deserved more, but fifty percent is fucking absurd. And I'll stand by. I don't know if I ever said this on air. If they had split everything fifty fifty, including merchandising, that's a different story. But as far yeah. as we know, that wasn't the offer. Yeah, if they're putting up fifty percent. And also splitting the merch 50-50 as well. That, that doesn't sound bad. That That's probably... I think Sony makes more money in that deal than they were, and I don't think Disney loses enough money to see like notable decline in profit. Yeah, we also got to figure, like, you know, how many times... I mean, this may have been before you came on, but, like, I don't remember. How many times did we make fun of, like, the ugly-ass Far From Home posters? Uh, that might have been right before I came on, but also, yeah, they don't look good. You know, like like Sony's marketing team for these movies is not great. They habitually give away everything in the trailer. Oh yeah, like I'm surprised they didn't for Far From Home. Genuinely, like yeah, the fact that we made it the whole way to the movie releasing without Quentin Beck is the actual villain being revealed. Yeah, but beyond like. We knew, but yeah, I know. mean, even then, though, like, uh, 
at that point, you just basically have to show the scene where he says, yeah, where he reveals Peter's identity. Um, you have again those ugly posters. Well, you look at the way Marvel merchandises this stuff. You know, like split that fifty-fifty. You know, maybe let Marvel make some not hideous fucking posters. <laughs> uh, but hey. This is where the chips have fallen, and hopefully things change. But with that, Travis? All right, we're going to my realm, the CW-verse, the Arrowverse, whatever you want to call it, the corny TV-verse that I love, even though it's not always the best. Uh, We got a new look. So back there in Comic-Con, we got a look at Arrow's new costume. We got a look at Supergirl's new costume, both of which look fantastic. Uh, and now we have a look at the Flash's new costume, which, eh. So, uh, coming from CBR, Flash Season 6, photo reveals Barry's new 52-inspired costume. Uh, in a photo released by TV Line, we see Barry Allen dressed for action with several members of Team Flash standing beside him. Notably, though, the costume Barry's wearing features thin piping and lightning bolt accents, much like the character's book comic book redesign for the new 52. If I can say it out loud. <laughs> um, and in the picture, it's, it's like they said. Uh, he's got like the thin kind of lining. I guess is the right word. If you've seen his new 52 costume, you know what it looks like. Yeah. It's also meant to be the costume from the comp, the not comic book. <laughs> yes. The comic book, the uh, newspaper article that's been looming for the past five seasons. Yeah. That at the end of season five, the date changes to 2019. So, you when know, he forms the justice. <laughs> I remember that in season one. We're looking at each other right now, solemn. Oh, and in season one when he gets into, um, oh the time vault or whatever. Fucking yeah, the fucking time vault. And he like asks like, oh, like what what's going on with me? And it's like Barry Allen, and it's like listing all of these accomplishments. Founding member of the Justice, and he cuts off. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I actually wanted to go back and rewatch season one recently. I might do that soon. Season one was really fun. It's I enjoyed the hell out of it. They get progressively worse as the show goes on. I'm aware. But season one is very very good. I finished season two and I was like, I don't know, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's the feeling a lot of people had. And I was like, this 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 was season one, but worse. And then I like watched a little bit of season three. I'm like, this is season two, but worse. And season two is just season one, but worse. Oh shit. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this new costume, it, his newer costumes haven't looked fantastic. Um, I'm going to chalk it up the budget cuts. This one doesn't look any worse than last season's. I think it looks fine. <laughs> it's not a step back. So it's inherently a step forward, I guess. Y- yeah. It's one of those like, yeah. Hey, they didn't get it much worse but yeah so we uh it's not that bad <laughs> well like it's the it's a realistic looking one from the newspaper article yeah of like flash disappears and it was 2025 and like i said at the end of last season it rolls over and now it's 2019 Ooh, so shocker um but yeah i am i am excited for these shows to get off the ground but also i it's a lot of television to keep up with boys and girls and it's going to be rough. F- friend of the pod, uh, 
Kaysen Breon. Hey, Kaysen. Great, great, great Instagram follow. His sexy ass. Um, <laughs> I put on my Snap or my Instagram story that like was it work listening to the new Post Malone album. Yeah, yeah I saw. And it. I was like, I think I'm I think I'm officially a Posty fan. I was on the fence for a while, and Kaysen has been like trying to turn me to the Post side of the force, and. He just like spam reacted to my story. He's like, yes, 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 yes. yes finally, yes. hard eyes, hard eyes, clapping the <laughs> balloons. And I at Case and Breon on Instagram. Follow him. He's a great follow. I uh, I don't dislike Post Malone's music. I think the dude's really talented. Oh yeah. I just like I don't know. His music isn't my thing necessarily. Yeah, you're not a big rap guy. That's fair. So, but I've seen the dude perform not like actually live but i've seen videos of him doing mm. stuff live and the dude is insanely talented like absolutely and it just seems like a really nice guy he, he was just wasn't in my like rap aesthetic that's fair for a while but i don't know if i've changed or if this album is different enough to like be palatable for me if that makes any sense oh totally well like, i used to not be a rap guy at all and then uh, I don't seek out listening to rap, but I saw Wiz Khalifa perform live. Yeah, because uh, he was touring with Fall Out Boy, <laughs> which sure. Uh, I love those weird combinations. And what I almost went to the uh, was it Little Wayne Blink One Eighty Two yeah, concert. Wayne and Blink I was Boy, like, yeah. that just sounds interesting. But um, and then they disbanded the tour because Lil Wayne was like, "This isn't my style," and I was like, "Motherfucker, how did you not yeah. figure that out when you started this?" Right. But uh, yeah, we I was like, well, we paid for the tickets. So we're gonna go to the full show. Yeah, why well, leave? Yeah, and it was just one of those like I, there's something about being in that audience in Pittsburgh because Wiz is from yeah. Pittsburgh. That like, you would expect a bigger crowd for Fallout Boy, but the place <laughs> was packed for Wiz. Yeah, because it was Pittsburgh. Yeah, and of like course. that energy that was there, just like something finally clicked, and I was like, oh. I get why people like this. <laughs> like, I understand now. You know who I will recommend to you, rap-wise? Brock Hampton. Never heard of her. <laughs> Them. <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> Who's that? But sure. You're telling me that's my wife? Um, I know, Brock Hampton's really good. They're one of my favorite groups. Um, they they have this really electric sound, and they oh my god, you're oh it's fucking I'll making check it out. making love to your ear holes. Am I pulling up the next story? Uh, here I on, go. Uh, well, do you want me to play it through the thingy? Oh yeah, I didn't realize we were on the trailer. Okay, yeah. So we got a costume isn't much to talk about, and neither real quick, neither is Iris West's new hairstyle. Have you been seeing that? No, is, I've been getting. Full articles. How? How do you people manage this? Like it's it's impressive. <laughs> no no hate to the people writing this. Like it's not their fault. But like new iris hairstyle shown off in photos or whatever. And then I saw one that was like it's explained story wise, and it's like who fucking cares? <laughs> See, I'll say this though: the Star Wars fan in me. I relentlessly poured over, ooh, Ray's hairstyle is different again in The Rise of Skywalker. It's kind of the bun thing going on again. And, like, granted, you can, like, point out to the fact that, like, with Ray is different because, like, the hair has been a symbolic thing the whole time. But still. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's, 
if it was somehow plot significant, I would care. If they were like, oh, she's going to be a redhead now to like be more comic accurate, even though she's black. <laughs> Hair dye is a thing. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with Iris West <laughs> being black. It's just that like... We're going to change this one thing. The issue was the hair. <laughs> the issue was totally the hair. But I will say this much. This is a testament to the fake outrage. A lot of like the neckbeard alt-right nerds, like your comic skate and Gamergate types. Uh-huh. That when it's a character, nobody fucking knows or cares about. <laughs> There's oh, they, never they, they outrage. Yeah. There's never outrage. It's like there isn't like, like there isn't a consistent level of like such and such is black now. Now we fucking riot. I, I feel like I don't remember exactly because it's been a while. But when Wally West got put in the TV shows and then reworked for the new 52 because they they because now there's two Wally Wests. Yeah. Um, and they were like, Wally West is black now. And people were not like outraged, but were like. I don't know. It was weird. Like, I, yeah. it wasn't the Little Mermaid shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> They're raping my childhood. Oh, my God. I hate that sentence so much. I love it because it's so fucking stupid. Like, like I remember the oh, first Christ. time I saw that, like, written about The Last Jedi, and I was like, did you hear the word you just used? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's... It's fucking pretend. <laughs> Stop it, you fucking child. Um, moving right along, fill though. Fill in time, fill in time. Yeah, fill in time while the notes load. We gotta make a fill in time jingle. Yeah, we do. Uh, that'll be a good shirt. Just fill in time, fill in time. Uh, there's a new little promo that dropped for Birds of Prey. Um, when you hear it at first, no, we this is not an ad for It Chapter 2. Um, so, yeah. Which I'm oh, so the, excited to see. I never saw chapter one. I I'm not a huge horror guy, you know. This. I'm not either, but it's great. I'm so fucking over clowns. Okay, the goose sense are out the fucking. Okay. I'm sorry I paused it. I can get down with this. I can honestly, like, I like what I'm seeing. I gotta read this really quick. <laughs> and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Okay, I didn't read it all the first time I watched it. Also, for this mic, it's really easy to get the, like, across the room effect, because I just have to go like this. <laughs> and for those of you at home, he barely fucking turned his head. <laughs> It was more, it was like a full 90 degrees. It was a full 90 degrees, but you were like still the same distance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh. Real easy. Um. But yeah, new trailer. I, okay, so. Teaser, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very, very brief. Apparently, this isn't meant to be seen online. Um, from what I understand, this is supposed to be in theaters for it. Yeah, Chapter that's two. what I heard too. Which you know, and it's the Joe, you know. I'm so fucking over clowns. Um uh but no, this is really exciting stuff. Uh 
I just, I just really like the tone. I really like. I, I, I just had to. See. I had to double check because I watched it like two or three times in the past, you know, twenty minutes. Yeah. And there's the scene of I don't know who it is, but she's doing like the kick where her leg comes the whole way up. Yeah. And she's wearing khakis. <laughs> And I was like, is that woman just not wearing pants? Like, <laughs> no, it's Jake from State Farm. Ah, I see. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it just like... It it seems silly and fun, and I like I'm, that. I'm okay with that asterisk. Wait, this is still happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's... <laughs> like the, the same thing with the... It was the same thing with the Joker stuff. It was like, we're getting a Joker teaser, and I was like, no, we're fucking not. Shut up. And then... it. it it happened. We saw it. Nary a Jared Leto in sight, though. And honestly, um, that's fine. <laughs> do you... I mean, I, I didn't mind Leto. But... Do you think he's going to be worked into this? Maybe, like... In passing... Not in passing. In, a, like, a name drop. You yeah. know? Because... We would have heard some crazy shit if he was on the project. You know, or isn't he like off being a cult leader or something right now? I mean, off right now, he's he's, he's filming the Morbius movie. Well, <laughs> Jared Leto is Morbius. <laughs> uh, speaking of it, chapter two. Up next, it chapter two movie review by Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched his review yet. I watched uh, Jeremy Johns's. I no disrespect to Jeremy Johns. He's not my favorite. I don't watch him as a film critic. I watch his stuff more as like film goer by. You you know what I mean? Yeah. If I want like a big critique into the into the craft, I'll go to Chris. But like, I mean, I watch both of them. Yeah. See. See. I. I don't. Again, nothing against Jeremy Johns. I don't want to sound like, oh, fuck Jeremy Johns. Stuckman's more of my style. You know, like, I, I prefer to watch, like, Stuckman do a review, watch a review, couple reviews on Collider. Those are normally my go-to. Um, I'm still trying to figure out if the sh- if if I watch people on Collider because of the Schmodown or if I watch the Schmodown because of people on Collider. <laughs> Like I, my brain hasn't figured out which one I like to watch because of which one. <laughs> um, but no, I'm really excited for this. Um, does, it doesn't have a date on it, right? No, I mean I think yeah, there, it does. February it does. 2020. Oh yeah, I thought like an actual oh, day no. though. No, Valentine's Day, sweetie. I hope. I hope that would be cute. Okay, you want to be my Valentine, Jared? Yeah, I'll be your Valentine, Travis. Woohoo! What if? And I don't think this is going to happen. But rampant. Like, put on your tinfoil hats. We're turning the friggin' frogs gay. Let's do it. What if we see Arpat? I I knew you were. About what if to say What if that. we see What if we see Robert Battinson? I first of all, Robert Battinson, A plus. Thank you. <laughs> um, I like because we had Batflick and now we have Battinson. Battinson, I you. I dig it. Thank you. Um, Hall of Heroes original. <clears throat> Let's spread that shit like wildfire. Yeah. Let's go. Um, Cookie Cop is the herald of Battinson. 
I don't know if, like, maybe last minute they could just have a scene of him as Bruce Wayne. Like Nick Fury style, the Iron Man. Maybe. (laughs) We could have another Bruce Wayne, I'd like to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative scene. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's the best fucking part of Suicide Squad. Remember when we leaned into each other to both say it at the same time? (laughs) Because I remember. (laughs) I keep forgetting that I saw Suicide Squad. (laughs) Amanda Waller, I'd like to talk to you about the Justice League Initiative. But like, I don't okay, so one, as I've said before, my primary, my first exposure, my first blood with the DC universe was the the Justice League cartoon. Yee. It was and one of those. From, it might have been Batman Beyond. I don't remember which one was first. You're me. a little bit older than me, so it was probably Beyond for you. Oh, pardon me. But I always have loved the... Like, Batman, when he is at his most obnoxiously badass, like, legitimately obnoxious, like, to the point of, like, Bruce, you don't need to be fucking posing in a room full of your friends kind of thing. The The biggest moment I can think of that in Justice League, real quick, is the, when they're on the run from the, uh, the Hawks, <laughs> and they're like, okay, we gotta go incognito, and Wally just goes... Guys, I don't know if I feel comfortable giving you my secret identity yet. And Batman just goes, Wally West, West Clark Kent, Kent, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like, how did you? What? Oh, my God. No, say. Fucking pull it up. Pull it up. Uh, pull now, it. I, now I got to find it. Talk while find... I do it. No, but I <laughs> I love one of my favorite moments in um, the Justice League cartoon is when Waller it's like whenever Bruce Wayne tries to bow, it might have been in Justice League Unlimited, but it's whenever Batman tries to like bow up on Waller, and he's talking all this mad shit, and she's like, you know, how about you sit down, rich boy? And he goes, yeah, what? I, yeah, <laughs> and then like when he just shows up in the shower <laughs> in the next episode, and like the whole f- and like the whole series becomes just a constant dick measuring contest of who can be more obnoxiously badass, which is absolutely their relationship. Yeah, and that's what it makes me so it made me so excited about that scene at the end of Suicide Squad. It was like you know like hey Wayne, maybe you should stop working nights and like like Bruce not even fucking flinching when she said it. Probably. From what I can see over here, I think it is. Oh yeah, it's an it's an ad for the place that I'd kill to go. <laughs> you said it and I have to see it happen now. Much better. Thanks. Who knows? Maybe they'll get tired and go home. Yeah, I know, but a little optimism at a time like this couldn't hurt. This is why Wally West is my flash. How exactly do we hide when the entire planet is looking for us? They're looking for the Justice League. Without our costumes, we are merely ordinary citizens. Your so-called Justice League is in violation of our martial law. They are to be considered an enemy and dealt with on sight. Any person found aiding or harboring them be summarily punished. Hold on a second here. Here we go. What about the whole secret identity thing? I mean, I trust you guys, but I'm not sure I'm ready to... Wally West, Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne. <sighs> Kevin Conroy's a fucking god. Anyway. Um, Anywho. See, but there's a part of me that would like would have loved to have seen a scene like that coming from Batfleck. Because they could have done it. They could have done... 
I want to, whenever I have my YouTube channel, I want to do a video essay all about how the DCEU could have rivaled the MCU if oh, they had tr- if they had taken point from the animated stuff. Like I just I just hear that like voice modulated Batman voice doing that. I mean, granted they did Barry Allen, so it would just be like the you know Barry Allen, Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne, like that. I want to go to the timeline where they get it right. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. I want to go to the timeline where they somewhere. got it right. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the, the emancipation of one fuck of whatever the fuck. Uh, whatever the <laughs> very hilariously lengthy title. <laughs> right. You notice how we barely talked about that trailer at all, but we just started talking. I mean, it's just, there's not much to talk about. There's not much to talk about. I like the tone it's going for. I like from the very little we've seen. I think – how do I put this? I like Harley when she is – if Harley is serious, you need a very skilled writer. And when a Harley Quinn – and I, I, when Harley is written well, she's one of my favorite fucking characters. I fucking love Harley Quinn. But you have people who drop the ball with her writing – and will either want to cash grab at, you know, she's hot and she's, you know, we have like the she, whole. She's Margot Robbie. She's not even like Margot Robbie specifically, just like even comic writers. Yeah. Who, who, who just want to cash in on the TNA and like, the, like you know, this, they just want to cash in on like the Harley Quinn kink, basically, and milk that for all it's worth. And like. It's worth a pretty penny, let me tell you. It is worth a pretty penny. It's incredibly marketable, but you, but Harley as a character suffers from it. And then you have excellent stories from Harley that are written to have this very like laugh to keep from crying kind of melodrama to it. This looks like, from what we've seen, it looks like it's going to have kind of like a poppy, very fun take that i hope knows when to take itself seriously that knows when to address the fact that harleen quinzel is a very damaged person and is the victim of some of the most traumatic abuse in all of comics history and to just address it and like kind of do a little bit of damage control from the way it was portrayed in suicide squad because she went – they portray it as though she is aware. Like she's at the point where she goes, oh my god, he has been abusing me so profoundly. But she still goes back to him. And like – because typically when you have like Harley like, you know, have her big like, no, fuck you, I'm done with you moment. It comes from a place of her sitting down, reflecting with herself and going – no more and taking the power back. And I love that. And the movie had the moments of like her recognizing how fucked up everything was and then still going back. It wasn't that like, Oh, he threw me under the bus, but I'm sure he had a good reason. It was, Oh, I recognize he threw me under the bus because he's a sniveling little shit. And I still love him. 
And I hope this movie does a little bit of damage control from that. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm legitimately excited for Birds of Prey now. So with moving, that, moving on. Yeah, moving on to the Captain America suit. Yep, new suit. For He's the, no longer wearing hockey pads. For uh, the Marvel's Avengers video game being produced by Square Enix. New Captain America skin. Yeah, looks neat. Secret Empire costume. Very slick. Uh, you can see his ears. Yeah, his ears are popping out. Uh, it's kind of strange. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of weird. Um, again, my only complaint I ever had with the Secret Empire suit and this suit, well, the suit that's in this game is like the default and the Secret Empire suit, and it looks like it's kind of becoming a pattern with all of the Captain America costumes in this game, is that he does not have like the red, white, red, white, red, white on his stomach. And like, it, this is one of the best cap designs out there, in my opinion, but one of my small gripes with it is it's it not red, white, red, yeah. white. But... Aside from that, you know, whenever I play the game, if this is the only other option I have, I'm picking this. <laughs> no, they said they're doing like the OG uh, scales. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. At least. I mean, there's going to be more. Oh, yeah, I know. There's definitely going to be more costumes. I'm just saying like gun to my head, anything but anything but the hockey pads. I hate. It looks better in action. I I know. It, it just looks so funny. I don't. I. The MCU. And like, I know. There's been the like people who have been like angry about the game, the critique of that opinion. They're like, oh, you just want an MCU simulator. I don't necessarily want an MCU simulator. But the MCU has perfected making a lot of these costumes look realistic. Yeah. yeah. And like it's it's really hard for me because in my opinion, I think Captain America is one of the best looking characters in the MCU. After seeing so many great cap costumes, to see it just basically become a really bulky Kevlar vest with a star on it. Yeah. Like, I. It, especially after Endgame's costume, you know? Like, there, there, there have just been so many great cap suits that it's really hard for me to, like, you know, like, I don't have an issue with anybody else's outfit or whatever. Thor looks great, Tony looks great, whatever. But I just have some of those characters I'm really particular about how they look. Like, same thing with Batman and my, like, oh, irrational, yeah. like, don't give me small bats. Don't give me black suits. You know, I'm very, I want gray and the new 52 logo. And that's all I fucking want. Give me the bat that arcs up on a gray suit. And I'm happy. Same thing with Cap. I need him to look a certain way. <laughs> I don't know if I like the for bats really quick. I don't know if I like gray and black or blue and gray better. I always go back and forth. Uh I depending on the art style, I can live with the blue. Ideally for me, it is gray at the absolute out and incredibly dark gray, but still clearly gray. Oh yeah. And black. Like that like the Arkham Knight suit that's like verging on being black. That's about as dark as I like his suit to get. But I just I just love the new 52 look. I just I I'm an Yeah, I, uh, I really like his new 52 suit as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's all we have for uh again, we can't really talk much about a costume you guys can't see. Look it up. It looks good. Yeah, it looks great. Still I the the ears the more I look at it just give me the willies, man. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I just want to use the costume. Wet willies. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have some announcements for casting for <laughs> the Suicide Squad. I'm excited for this third one. <laughs> I'm excited for all of them. I but, mean, yeah, they're all great. But so, the third one, I didn't know about the third one. We, and Travis told me. I saw. I had seen one of these even before, like. We we recorded last week's episode, but I think it was still like rumors. So we've got do do any of these have characters attached to their names, or just we know they're. Let's run through the articles for each of them because I'm not sure on any of these. All right, let me let me get them open here. Let me just let me just open them all here. Hey, Taika Waititi's <laughs> playing Hitler. Look at that. <laughs> oh wait. Different movie. I I really want to go see that though. Oh my god, is it so I, fucking good? I need more Taika Waititi in my life. Same. All three of these articles are from Deadline. Uh, first off, Nathan Fillion, my boy, is joining James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I'm just gonna do a quick. <laughs> that is that is one hell of a sentence. Nathan Fillion is in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Let me just do a quick look here. So, like, here's his past stuff. It does mention he actively portrays Hal Jordan in a lot of the animated stuff, which he does, and he does a phenomenal job yes. as Hal Jordan. Uh, da, 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 da. So, uh, okay, really quick, before we continue, is this a reboot? Or a sequel. Yes. Cool. Because a lot of the <laughs> cast is being like Margot Robbie, uh, Viola Davis. Yeah. Jai, Jai Courtney. Oh my god, Jai Courtney. <laughs> but yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know, man. I know. I, it's it's interesting. And we also have Idris Elba playing not what? Deadshot. Oh, not Deadshot. Yeah, he was originally brought on for Deadshot, and then they moved it around. Okay, okay. Uh, next, we got Taika Waititi. Another character. Made him black. No one bat an eyelash. Nobody knows a fucking thing about Deadshot. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, it's, Will, it's Will Smith. It doesn't count. So, <laughs> Will Smith's white people famous. He can, like, get yeah, away with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. How did I just end up on this on the page for IHOP? What just happened? <laughs> I looked away from my phone. Travis is typing with his stomach, folks. Apparently, I already ate before I came here. Why? Uh, oh, because there's an ad right there, and I must have clicked it. Oops. <laughs> Oofa doofa. Oh, I didn't know this movie had a date. Yeah. I don't August, remember it off the top of my head. August sixth, twenty twenty one. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. None of these. So none of these castings have characters tied to them. We just know that they are on the bill. Yeah. So we've got Nathan Fillion, Taika Waititi, and then uh, Pete Davidson and Peter Capaldi. <laughs> well, what the fuck? How, this is the timeline we're in <laughs> now, is, folks. This excites me so fucking much. <laughs> I cannot put into words how happy the idea of fucking Pete Davidson and Peter Capaldi being in the same room make me. Like, that is... Not to mention in something as zany as a James Gunn Suicide Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad flick. What the fuck is this? Um, 
as much and, and like I feel like the Suicide Squad is blown up recently for DC. Like they're yeah. fucking everywhere. Yeah. But well, when, when you, you do them right, they're great. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. Like if you have a competent writer, I <laughs> um so uh, hop in the wayback machine. Um, Spencer and I did an episode covering a leaked list of characters who might be in it. I believe it included Kite Man. Ah, uh, yes, a classic. I think it had it had a it had polka dot. No, 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 no. It was polka dot man. Oh yeah, that that had a person tied to it in one of the articles. Actually, all of them because all of them had like the current bill. Uh, I don't remember who it said it was though. And I mean, I mean it's it's still like that's that part's not confirmed quite yet. Is it like oh, I thought, keep talking. I'm not sure. I maybe there was Suicide Squad news that I missed, but I remember there being a leaked like a a leaked but reputable list of like these are some of the villains who are going to be on the squad. So cast to date for the Suicide okay. Squad includes Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. Viola Davis, Amanda Waller, Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, Rick Flag, yep, as well as new castmates Idris Elba, no credit, uh, David Desmalchian, Desmalchian, David, it's David, Polka Dot Man, uh, Dan, oh, oh, I think David's the Russian guy from the Ant Man movies, uh, Daniela Malkior, uh, Ratcatcher. Flula Borg and Steve Aggie, King Shark. Reportedly, exclusively by us, yes, uh, by them yesterday. So, okay, okay. So it is Polka Dot Man. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, I had heard about King Shark. Okay. I I I, rem- I couldn't remember if that was all confirmed or not. Um. I okay. I love Kite Man. Kite Man is my favorite D-list Batman villain. Um. Especially because of his DC Rebirth story or the whole Kite Man Hell Yeah thing. I think it would be remarkably funny to cast Pete Davidson as Kite Man. And to do, like, the DC Rebirth Kite Man Hell Yeah stuff with Pete fucking Davidson. Yeah. You said Pete Davidson and I my mind went to fucking Kite Man. <laughs> I think that would be so funny. Um, Capaldi, oh, Capaldi would make a good Hugo Strange. Holy fuck, yes. Yeah, give that to me. Okay, okay, wait, hold on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Fan casting mode activate. Um, Taika Waititi. Um, I don't know. That depends on how you want to take that. I'm not sure what he could That'd be an interesting pick for Joker. <laughs> that would be fucking Interesting hilarious. is a word for it. Hey, man. It's, it's the bad man. Hey, hey, don't. Let me rob this bag, man. You know? <laughs> Let me kill all of Gotham, man. Yeah. <laughs> me and Korg here. Yeah, me and Korg. Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm, I can't. Put my finger on something for Fillion or uh, Nathan Fillion appears as Hal Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I would I'd, be, I would have no problem with that. I'd scream in the theater, like I'm I'd not, scream out loud. I'm not sure what I want for Taika or Nathan. 
but god damn it give me peter capaldi as hugo strange and fucking pete, pete davidson as kite man, man. <laughs> you heard it here first folks. you heard it here folks pete davidson kite man hell yeah that oh god father in heaven please give me pete davidson as kite man that would be the funniest shit ever we only gotta wait two years. We only gotta wait two years for Pete Davidson as Kite Man. You heard it here first. Uh, real quick before we move along here uh, to Titan Season Two talk with Travis, we have a premiere date for HBO's Watchmen, a show I will cover for once. I will be on the TV front here. Yahoo! Yeah, because you have HBO. So. Yeah. Real okay. Sidebar. I so. I live at home now. I don't. I don't have to pay rent. Yay! Thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> but I was living out of state for a while at university, living in an apartment, a couple of apartments. And the first place we rented after we moved out of the dorms uh, included cable. Like we didn't pay any utilities. It was all wrapped into our rent. Yeah. Um. And it was like a student housing. It, by the way. <laughs> If you ever, if you're going to, if you're going to school soon, or like you're getting ready to move out of dorms, but the apartment complex you're looking at is a student housing complex, don't fucking do it. <laughs> Just don't. I'm, I'm telling you, unless the rent is stupidly cheap, don't do it. Um, but cable was included at this place, and. We felt like such idiots when, like, two months before our lease was up, we realized HBO was in our cable package. <laughs> we were so mad. We were like, are you fucking kidding me? What was that face you just made at me? It, it, um, I, I looked down at Instagram and I saw that Saber Forge had posted something. Oh, okay. They, um... Okay. You remember when I was talking about Asherad Het? Yes. On do back discussion, go check yes. it out. Yes. Uh, oh, they, then they re-released Dash Redhead's lightsaber for Saber Forge. And I'm... Ooh. Oh, with the fucking... Uh, the tassel on it? Oh, the tassel on it with the teeth. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm, so... I'm lightsaber sexual. Um, yeah, you are. Some people, like, follow an excessive amount of uh, Instagram models. I follow way too many lightsaber pages. Anywho, we do have a release date for uh, Watchmen. It's going to be dropping October 20th at 9 p.m. So, yeah, October 20th. Happy birthday to one Michael Stanley, friend of the show. With that, Mr. Grossman, you watched the season premiere of Titans Season 2 today. Is that right? Why, yes. Yes, <laughs> I did. As it turns out, uh, Titans Season 2 aired its first episode this morning, Friday. How you feeling? How you feeling? You okay? Oh yeah. It's all coming together. Oh. <laughs> okay, Kronk. So <laughs> it uh I I don't know if I ever said I know I've said my predictions to you, and I yes. don't know how in depth I went on them in the show before. But I I think when we talked about the trailer. The first trailer. Yes. I said if they do the smart thing and basically just say the first season practically didn't happen and move on to this new storyline with Slade, I it'll work so much better. It'll, you know, they could actually tell a cohesive story 
a logically moving story. And I said this episode was going to be a salvage version of the actual finale of season one with stuff thrown into like lead us into the new storyline with Slade. <laughs> it's it's all of that. It's everything I just said. So quick breakdown of the episode. We cut to immediately after Dick gets brainwashed. Um, and it's kind of the like the the quick follow up of like, no, let him go. No, I <laughs> I set up the pins. He bowled a strike. Uh, that's not an actual line. I really wish it was. <laughs> I was gonna say after the shit I've heard from this show, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't uh, put it past them. So especially with like the little bouncy arms, like ba 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 da ba. Beast Boy and Raven start running around through the house, and Dick is chasing them, uh, shining style. The the house is like <laughs> a motherfucker who can turn into animals and a fucking sorceress being chased by dude Dick Grayson by Dick Grayson, <laughs> not Acrobat. not Robin, not Nightwing. Dick Grayson. Dick, dude who can do flips. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> fucking yeah, hell. Right? But and the, the house is doing like these weird things because Trigon's fucking with it. And... Get over here, motherfucker! I'll do a cartwheel! <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do it. I'll do it. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, we cut to Jason Todd being a little shit in Wayne Manor. You ever seen a motherfucker do it, Summerson? <laughs> Don't make me, bitch! <laughs> I will flip all over your punk ass. You're, why are you writing a better show than DC? <laughs> oh fuck. Um, Listen here, motherfucker. So they, I will tuck on you. We cut don't the, fucking make me. God damn it. I'm sorry, I'm done. We cut to Jason being a little shit in Wayne Manor because Bruce is doing something for the Justice League. And um Hawk and Dove show up to resolve that plot line. Yeah. This is this is the scene I want to talk about in depth in a minute. Okay. Because there isn't much more to the plot of this episode. Um But they go to find Jason. They have an exchange of we were told to come find you. You need to help us save Dick, such and such. They go off to save Dick um, or to save Rachel, but Dick, whatever. So they go off. They meet up with Donna Troy and Starfire who are trapped outside the house. They can't get in. Uh, while Dick is chasing Beast Boy and Raven, Trigon lets the rest of the quote unquote Titans in which so now the the whole team is that's entering the house is jason todd hawk and dove starfire and donna troy who upon entering fall prey to mind traps the same way dick did and all become possessed by trigon and we like their clips aren't obviously like dick's was a full episode those are like little five minute bits (laughs) Um, None of you guys have like marketable ass Batman to put in yours. So. Right. Well, I mean, Jason's. Yeah, was, fuck it. Jason oh, yeah, was Jason, literally yeah. just. So, what they all have in common is at the end they all kill somebody. So like, Hawk and Dove, OD. Oh yeah. Um. Jason kills Dick. Oh. It's. It, I'm not gonna go in depth with these because they're not important. Uh, <laughs> Starfire kills Raven or Rachel. 
and Donna kills the guy. We get more of Donna's backstory. Her where, where she was living burned down. Her dad died in the fire. She in her vision he's the guy that started the fire and kills him. Um, they all get possessed. So he didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. <laughs> um, so then we cut back and Dick's chased Rachel and Beast Boy back into the living room where everyone is now. And we have just cartwheeling, <laughs> just right out. The- we- it's like the scene in Sky High when Danielle Panabaker's character, like who had like the discount poison ivy powers. Okay. When like uh, when when the cheerleader who can clone herself. But it's just like a wall of them just like flipping towards her. <laughs> it's just that, but Dick Grayson's. It's just that. It's just that, but one Dick Grayson with the energy of an army of cheerleaders. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck. Um, so <laughs> they get into the living room and they have they have the moment of This is fucking Guys, you're here. Oh shit, you're Trigon. Oh shit, you're Trigon. Um and then, for some reason, Trigon can't gain his full powers until Rachel's heart is broken. Of quote, unquote. And somehow Donna and Starfire... Oh, I'll give it to Starfire. I guess she would know this. But, like, why is this a thing? <laughs> Don't know. So, the way to do that is to kill Beast Boy. Because they mean They don't say that, but they fucking... So, uh, everyone... Finally, a shapeshifter who fucks. (laughs) I'm sorry, Travis. I'm so happy. You don't understand how happy you're making me. I love this. So, they all communally beat the shit out of Beast Boy. Uh, Um, which breaks Rachel's heart. Uh, she thinks he dies. He doesn't. Very close. As one would they, assume. They knock when, him on the ground and Dick just keeps like landing back handsprings on him. Just boom, boom, on his back. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to let that die eventually. One day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she, I want to set the scene really quick. So she's like screaming. She's angry. Her magic's been turned off, by the way. Uh, Trigon somehow turned her magic off. She's screaming. She's upset. Her, her It'd be heart easy is if all of our rivals in life just had a fucking off button, right? Um, he reaches into her chest, takes out her heart. Once upon a time, what the fuck? <laughs> crushes it in his hand. It becomes the jewel that's in Raven's head. Puts it in her head. Now he's at full power, and he becomes the red demon thing, who's very CG looking, but like. They're on a TV show budget. I'll give them a pass. <laughs> uh, and she has the, the jewel in her head and then she's possessed now. Um, she's like, yeah, f- yes, father or whatever. And then Beast Boy turns into a snake. If you remember previously, he can only turn into a tiger. This right? is one of several retcons. Um, and it's not, it's not it's not explained like I guess I just like in the heat of the moment. I was gonna say was it like an adrenaline rush type thing where he was it's like, never oh, said no, Rachel no. It's never said. It's not. It never explained. He just can. 
And then he, he unmorphs and he's not dead. And he grabs, he grabs Rachel and he's like, Rachel, Rachel, wake up. You, you, I know you're in there. Rachel comes to, uh, goes into Dick's little head fantasy thing, convinces him, or like flips him back on, right? And then. She what? Un untrigons him. <laughs> she untrigons him. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I need you to untrigon me. Sidebar. This is important. My friend Jake from work just messaged me. The truck driver who delivered our frozen dairy truck tonight was a Scotsman in a kilt. Ask him if he listens. No, nothing but good things <laughs> from, from Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> That's gonna be a shirt too. Um, just text with it with a, inside of a Scottish flag that just says nothing, nothing but, but good things, things from Scotland. Scotland. I'll, I'll wear that. Um, so untry me, Walter. Uh, she gets kind of her mojo back. She has she's at full power. She walks outside. The other trigoned titans go to stop her, and she's like, "Nah, stay," and they do. Uh, oh, stay. Walks up to Trigon, who's like basking in the death around him, which is just a field. He's killed grass and some birds. And uh, Rachel walks up to him, has a witty one line, not even a witty one liner, just like a, I'm in charge here now, and doesn't seal him in the jewel in her head, but like, I guess sends him back to hell. Okay. It's not explained. Like, it's super anticlimactic. He, Trigon did nothing. And officially, with 100% certainty, season one accomplished absolutely nothing. <laughs> bing, bing, wahoo. Um, That's it's excellent. A, yeah, which is kind of what I expected. Because there's no reasonable way to deal with Trigon in an episode. And I'm willing to take this win. Like, this is a W for me. Um, so they cl- everyone gets untrigoned. They clean up shop. Oh, and her mom gets her neck snapped because she's a dumb bitch. Because oh, unlike in the comics where she realizes that she just fucked Satan and feels remorse and takes her daughter to Azeroth to learn magic... Um, She's also a Satan. She's, just, she, she's in the Satan fucking. Yeah, she's into it. And uh, Trigon is just like, you're just a person. <laughs> you don't matter anymore. You did your job. Snap. Oof. Um, not even that that really mattered, because I'll get to that in a minute. So uh, we have our cleanup moment of like, well, that was fun. <laughs> uh, the news is reporting on what happened and we get the Titans are back bitches moment from the trailer. Uh, then we cut to a grizzled Slade Wilson who sees this on the news. He's living in like a remote area in a cabin. He goes out to a small, like local shop to buy supplies or whatever and sees that on the news playing in the background. And immediately the next shot is him like going to get his gear back. So they have history. Um, Dick takes Rachel, Beast Boy, and uh, Jason. 
and they go off on an adventure and everyone else, uh, Hawk and Dove and Donna and Starfire go off to do their own thing. Not as a group, just they leave. They'll be back. Um, they stop and visit Batman and Dick and Bruce have a heart to heart. And then they go to... Hold on, don't tell me they just, like, talked away the whole, like, I don't want to be as dark as you. That's not going to come through on the mic. But, uh... Did they just talk... Did they just, like, just sit down and have a conversation about the whole, I don't want to be as dark as you. Are you fucking serious? They They don't, like... I'll give them this. They don't write it off as just, like, okay, I'm over it. It's like, I'll be... He goes, like, I'll be honest, Bruce. I don't know how I feel about it right now. Like, I'm not as angry at you as I was. But I still don't think what you did was right. But and I, but like I'm willing to work through this. Was there a specific event that upset Dick, or is it just like this is a too much? There's too much so part of his story is that as a kid he was obsessed with killing the guy that killed his parents. Um, this is in season one. Okay, and so the night he's being transferred from one prison to another, Dick ambushes the car to kill him. And then when someone shows, someone else shows up to kill him, Dick doesn't stop them. So he doesn't okay. actually commit murder, technically, but he basically does. Yeah. Um, and, like, I guess in that moment he realized he had... I don't know. Again, the show does a really piss-poor job of developing its characters. But him and Bruce talk, and they don't necessarily hash things out. But they're on better terms, well enough terms that he can start using Wayne, uh, what's it called? Wayne tech yeah. stuff again without like hacking into it. Uh, he takes Rachel, Beast Boy, and Jason, I keep forgetting who the last person is, <laughs> off to Titan's Tower in San Francisco. At least I think it's the whole tower. It might just be a couple floors on a tower like the other Wayne safe house they stayed in before. Um, But this was where the Titans originally set up shop when they were the Titans. Okay. Uh, That's it. Nice. So nothing eventful really happens in this episode. (laughs) I want... Like I said... This is the direction I'm. I was looking for where they're just like kind of scrapping everything from season one. Yeah, I am totally down with that. But they gave me one last taste test of how bad season one was in the Hawk and Dove and Jason scene. So, where we left off? Yes. Don wakes up. I'm gonna switch to saying Don and Dove and Hank and Hawk. It's yeah. Dove wakes up. From her coma, because Rachel came to her in a vision, mm-hmm. and she goes, we need to find Jason Todd. Cut. Nothing else in season one. Season two opens up. Jason's, like I said, he's dicking around in Wayne Manor, because Bruce is off doing Justice League stuff. Yeah. They they do. He's just acting a fool. He, yeah. I think he's driving a motorcycle in the house. But, you know, doing Jason Todd things. I love him. I'll tell you what. Jason Todd is definitely the most fun part. Of, him and Hank are the most fun parts about this show right now. For Do you me. think they're going to jump the Red Hood Shark? Uh, Not without properly introducing a Joker, which I don't see them doing anytime soon. 
So that's curious. Yeah, if you think that's a that's going to be a thing? Maybe one day, but not right now. <laughs> they got to pull the trigger on Nightwing first. <laughs> that's by the end. They I saw reports today actually that by the end of the season we will probably see him in a Nightwing suit. Good. So. You're hoping for that 80s costume. Oh, Jesus. I need it. <laughs> no, um, you don't. None yeah. of us need disco. I need disco dick. <laughs> End quote. I like it. Need some flipping disco dick. Um, Disco dick goes does flips. <laughs> <laughs> so they show I up. I fucking hate myself. <laughs> so they show up. And Jason's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And they're like, the kind of people that know about the cave downstairs. <laughs> that's a quote. That's one of my favorite quotes. I love that. That that sounds like an MCU line. And like, just real quick, the DC universe, I think that's one of the reasons why I like Justice League so much. It was like hearing that kind of like Joss Whedon-esque, like, yeah snappy dialogue i like truth and i'm a big fan of justice like it's i love i love that kind of shit like like that line like that sounds like something out of an mcu movie with that like you know we're the kind of people who know that there's a fucking cave downstairs (laughs) exactly like we know the homeowner dresses like a bat at night it's okay (laughs) and we know you get all spangled up to be his bullet shield (laughs) um young ward so they have their introduction of like who are you? Whatever. Uh, and, you know, Jason's like, what are you doing here? Rachel Roth came to us in a vision. I was, we were sent, we were told to come find you. We assumed that meant uh, we needed to get Batman. Well, Batman's with the Justice League. Uh, but you got me and I owe Dick one because the last time we saw each other, I was kind of a dick to him. No pun intended. That was not a line. <laughs> Um, and then, so I realized this scene made me realize what I was trying to say before about the complexity of the script, Yeah, where they use plot contrivances to explain their plot contrivances. (laughs) So already we have the problem of, we need to find Jason Todd, but they don't know who that is. So somehow they managed to get to Jason Todd, but also they don't know why they need Jason Todd. And so they Does say, Raven know why they need Jason Todd, or is it just like we never get we never get the discussion of we never see her end of the vision. No, we we see her screaming into the like into the mirror, trying to call to them, and then Don wakes up and is like, "We need to find Jason." Well, that's what I that's what I figured was like the whole you need to find Jason Todd is like them trying to prevent the death in the family. Nope. Nope. Okay. No. Uh, I was say that like my my thing is super obvious, so I'm probably wrong. So, um, so we we don't know why we need you, but we're here. Well, it's probably <laughs> so I can track Dick for you. Well, Dick's track. Dick took his tracker out. Uh, does he know about the second one? Which is a very. If it wasn't Batman. I would. I already didn't like it. I would have fucking hated that if it wasn't for Batman. It, it, but it's Batman. It's Batman. And so it, it, <laughs> this that's is the, so Batman. I love that. So this is the. This Does is the he know we're about the second one? The fucking what? So that's that's the so. 
this could have all been surmounted by in the vision raven tells them where the house is and they go without jason yeah because it's not like we need jason to bring dick back that's never that's never part of the plan so and at that point dick hasn't been taken over yet so yeah it's we don't know why we're here but we need to go help them <laughs> well we need to find them i have a tracker on dick Plot contrivance. Yeah. Dick took his tracker out. Does he know about the second one? We explained our plot contrivance with a plot contrivance. Not to mention in the middle of that is a huge fucking either plot hole or retcon. I'm not sure which. Because Dick doesn't know about the tracker until he meets Jason. After Hank and Don are put in the hospital. And they don't speak to each other again before the season ends. So like, how do they know about the tracker? How do they know that the tracker exists and how do they know that Dick that took Dick, it out? Yeah. And and that now When we say remove the tracker, are we talking like surgically implanted? It was like in his arm and he cut it out. Okay. It's the yeah. The other one, it's not said where it is, but it's somewhere he'd never find it. It's probably in his ass. So, I hope it's in his dick. For the pun. <laughs> for the pun. Um, and I hope that sec. Nope. I was gonna say I hope it helps him do flips. I'm gonna let the gymnastics jokes. Th- okay, hold on. What I really, I really hope. I know that really cool kick Captain America does. Yes. a lot in the movies. Yeah, I hope Dick beats Deathstroke with that kick. <laughs> so that at the end of all of this, come the end of this season. In some way, shape, or form, I was right about Dick wins the fight using gymnastics. <laughs> we haven't seen him use any, now that I think about it. Oh, like, let notably. him. Let, no, 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 he was backflipping down the hallway after them, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. He, 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 he did nothing but just backflip <laughs> down the hall like the cheerleader in Sky High. But slowly to make it menacing. But slowly. <laughs> like, like, one at a time. Like, he'd do one and stop and look and then do one and stop. <laughs> like have that in my in my mind in my mind's eye without like laughing at it just flip flip just scowling and then like getting back into form to do it um that's fucking fun so the so that's like the first i'm gonna say this was a retcon that hank and don knew about the tracker yeah um because there's other ones like i said beast boy turning into a snake Unless it's explained later. Yeah, as, other than that, unless it's just like a like it's supposed yeah. to be implied that it's like, a, oh shit, ooh, it just does it on instinct. But also it doesn't like matter that it was a snake. It could have been any animal. Yeah. Because he's like a snake. He slithers up to Rachel. He transforms back. He covers himself real quick because he doesn't have any clothes that form fit to him, you know. Oh, okay. Because every time, that's part of his thing. Every time he transforms, his clothes tear off or he like has to get naked, <laughs> you know. Because he's Beast Boy and he's wacky. Like translucent. (laughs) Yeah, translucent. Um, But the the biggest one here is they reference the the old Titans a lot this episode. Like they bring up the Titans a lot. Titans are back, bitches. Yeah. It starts with Donna and Starfire arguing outside of the house because they can't get inside. And... You know, Star Starfire is like blasting at the barrier 
and it's not working. And Donna's like, you got to stop. You're draining yourself and you're not accomplishing anything. And they have a back and forth. And Starfire says, says the Titan who quit. How the fuck do you know what the Titans are? <laughs> yeah, great question. You alien motherfucker. How do you... What? That sounded really specious the way you said it. I'm sorry, but listen. <laughs> She's an alien who hasn't been on Earth very long. Who should makes it worse. You just made that sound super xenophobic. Who shouldn't know about the Titans unless Dick just spills his guts while he's fucking. <laughs> Which is very possible. But... Because, again, the word Titan... There was an old team. We called ourselves the Titan. <laughs> I gotta give you my backstory out of nowhere. <laughs> this is such a hoot. Hey, I'm sorry. No, I love it. This, <laughs> this is, is why I should never record, but I, I'm like not slept at all. Um, so we get that bit, and then they reference the Titans a bunch in that. In like they're like, oh, that was fun. Let's never do that again. Moment, you know. Yeah. Um, and then when he goes to talk to Bruce, so you're having fun with your old Titans friends. Uh, which, you know, and I. Real quick question: Is the guy who plays Batman in this the guy from Game of Thrones? Who plays the one that like hangs out with um, Daenerys? You're asking the wrong guy a Game of Thrones question. You're absolutely right. I forgot. Uh, but let me look up the actor really quick. He's, he. I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sure he's a great actor. He is way too old to be a still active Bruce Wayne. That's what I thought when I saw who I think it is. And I was like, fucking Jorah Mormont is Bruce Wayne? What? Da 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 da. Fillin' time. Fillin' time. Fillin' time. But yeah, like, I was like, there's no way Jorah Mormont is Bruce. Oh, fuck. I almost hiccuped right into the mic, like, really loud. Do it. You I won't want. do it. No balls. <laughs> well, I swallowed it. Now it's gone. Uh... <laughs> this is just humming an uh... I'm trying to think of anything else to complain about. <laughs> right? Like, make sure it's thorough, you know. You gotta, you gotta cover your base. Right. Motherfucker, he, oh my god, that's Jorah Mormont. But he looks like he would be, he should be retired as Bruce, as Batman. <laughs> He's also blonde. <laughs> eh. I thought it was gray. So, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think Batman either has like jet black hair or like white because <laughs> he's well, that old yeah but like i to still be not even at tim yet yeah or damien it's he's on jason and he's how old is dick yeah right like we don't get a proper timeline for how old dick is in this show. i'm sure like you could track it based on yeah context clues. yeah but i'm too lazy to do that so this show hasn't earned that effort yet. Not yet. Um, especially because it might change soon. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. But you said you're hopeful. I. If they do this right. 
We're going to teach him how to kick Slade's ass. Because, <laughs> like... Like I said, I knew they couldn't do Trigon wholeheartedly. Like, there was no way. Of course not. If they're going to properly cover Slade. And... I don't know. Like, I'm not upset with how they handled Trigon. Um, You could tell some of this was repurposed from that finale episode. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, the Slade-Wilson scenes had to be new. Yeah, sure. The, um, dick flipping new shots. Dick, oh, yeah. Yeah, they filmed that. 100%. That, that wasn't part of it, but, you know, we didn't have enough acrobatics from him in season one, so... Uh, we're going to need you to start flipping, boy. Yeah, hey. Start flipping, boy. Jesus Christ. Um, but it sounds like you really like the first episode of this season. I I enjoyed it on a level of... It's... If I was right about this, there's a chance I'm right about... The other stuff. Yeah. Because, again, I think, I think season one's biggest problem was they were still morphing the script into something new from... You know, a the, Nightwing show, right? And they never got. They knew what where they wanted to go with people, and and the story, but didn't quite get there in terms of the final draft. And then DC or WB, whoever, just went like, "Hey, film it." Yeah. Oh, but sir, it's not that. Film it. Don't care. We'll fix it <laughs> in season two. Just film it. Okay, sir. And somehow people loved it. Well, you enjoyed an episode of Titans, and that's that's saying something. It's saying something. So, I'm happy to hear that. With that, Travis, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Travis Political. Make it easy for me now. Yeah, so you don't <laughs> fuck it up again. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best, Troy. I'm trying my best, Troy. <laughs> it was so much funnier because you yelled in the other direction. It's infinitely funnier. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two. Be sure to check out my cosplay group with Spencer, New Regime Cosplay Gang Gang, and be sure to like and follow Dubac Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, and check out the other shows in the network while you're at it. Dubac Discussion, our Star Wars show hosted by yours truly. You remember what song you're pulling up? The titular song. Tit. Tit. No, no, no. Just, just type in the name. Just type in the name of the show. You'll get. Just type in the name of the show and then song, probably. Oh. Cool. Is, is that the whole movie? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. It's the Notcher version too. You know, on the soundtrack from the revival, you know who plays uh, Benny Southstreet? Fucking J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Find that version because it's 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 so much fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, check out Star uh, Dubeck discussion. Two thousand nine revival. Probably, I think so. Uh, let's just have like album art. Ooh. <laughs> just scroll through that until you find the song uh but yeah do a discussion for star wars show uh gordon Grammarly more our more uh, than catch error okay cool 
Uh, Gore and More, our horror movie club podcast with all kinds of awesome interviews. Uh, Jerk the Curtain. Almost said it. I almost said it. It came this close. Our wrestling show. Kurt the Jerky. No. Uh, Wicked Wednesday, our uh, our other horror show. And Down the Rabbit Hole with uh, TJ and Mixed Drawn. Again, those of you who are in the area and it's not too much of a drive, come see Guys and Dolls at the Guy Performing Arts Center at Scottsdale this weekend. Actually, by the time this goes up, this will be opening night. So. I'll be there opening night. Yeah, come see Travis. Come harass Travis. Uh, TJ's going to be there Friday, Friday, I think. Friday or Saturday. And then Daniel Miller from Broaxium is going to be there on Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, really exciting stuff. Excited to see everybody. Oh, my God. I just realized this will be the first time I'm meeting Dan. It just occurred to me. I haven't met Dan from Broaxium yet. Uh, but, yeah, come check it out. It'll be a great time. Uh, so, yeah, with that... Be sure to tune in at the same bat time to the same bat channel. We love you guys 2000. And here's a little bit of music from the show. Nicely, it is too bad that a smart businessman like Nathan has to go and fall in love with his own fiance. Benny, that is his weakness. And we should be tolerant because I am told it is a worldwide weakness. Look! What's playing at the Roxy? I'll tell you what's playing at the Roxy. A picture about a Minnesota man so in love with a Mississippi girl that he sacrifices everything and moves all the way to Biloxi. That's what's playing at the Roxy. What's in the daily news? I'll tell you what's in the daily news. Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the daily news. What's happening all over? I'll tell you what's happening all over. Guys sitting home by a television set who once used to be something of a rover. That's what's happening all over. Love is the thing that has licked him. And it looks like Nathan's just another victim. Yes, sir, when you see a guy reach for stars in the sky, you can bet that he's doing it for some doll. When you spot a John waiting out in the rain, chances are he's insane as only a John can be for a Jane. When you meet a gent paying all kinds of rent for a flat that could flatten a Taj Mahal. Call it sad, call it funny, but it's better than even money that black guys only Saving half of his dough You can bet they'll be making it for some doll When a bum buys wine like a bum can't afford It's a cinch that the bum is under the thumb of some little broad When you meet a mug lately out of the jug And he's still lifting platinum folly raw Call it hell, call it heaven It's probable 12 to 7 That the guy's only doing it for some doll short make a bet that he's banking it with some doll when a guy wears tails with the front gleaming white who the hell do you think he's tickling pink on saturday night when a lazy slob takes a good steady job and he smells from vitalis and barbasol call it dumb call it clever ah but you can get odds forever that that guy's only doing it for some doll some doll
my favorite part about that recording is? Besides that it's J.K. Simmons? No, it is specifically that it's J.K. Simmons. It's Benny Southstreet just wants fucking pictures of Spider-Man. That's all I hear. <laughs> That's all I hear. I like really loudly when we were... <laughs> When we did the read through, um, every time we got to a song, <laughs> we would just put he did, like the director just played the soundtrack, and like the second everybody heard J.K. Simmons' voice, everyone in the room went, "Why does that sound familiar?" And like in time with the song, just like <laughs> I don't remember what song it was, and I've been fugue for Tin Horns. I really love it because that's the song with like, you know, I got the horse right here. His name is Paul River. I hope it is like I want pictures of the man, the Spider Man, and like. <laughs> It's fucking Jameson, man. Fucking A.